This podcast is brought to you by BrightRock, the first ever needs-matched life insurance. Stefan Koller from Barclays Africa. This is your game, this fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, Alec, it's been really interesting this time. I've really felt they've focused on actually something that's got quite a long way to go. The past ones have been quite near term, you know, maybe a year out or something. This is really about the next decade and it's happening now. So uh, I found it uh, fascinating, especially um, getting involved with some of the big banks and understanding how they're dealing with things like blockchain, what's what's in it for them, how they manage blockchain versus uh, regulation. Uh, that's been very interesting. And then also we've had a, some, some sessions with the Jack Mars of the world, uh, the PayPal's of the world, and also how they fit into it. But this, I said in the beginning it's your game because you brought Singularity University to South Africa, educated lots of your clients, myself included, and now it's almost like you, you gave us a platform from which to understand what's happening here a lot better. But you being right in the middle of it, have you, have you derived a lot of interesting new insights here? Um, i tell you what it has done is it's absolutely confirmed that we're on the right path. So that's been really helpful because um, everyone else is thinking about it or getting involved in it. Um, and they sort of... What it, it has cleared up for me is this uh, difference between owning a platform and owning a product. And um, I now understand, I'm actually not worried about banks getting disrupted. They're not going to get disrupted because banks will have a part in the product world, especially where there's regulations. Um, are we going to be the best platform operators and owners? I don't think so. And I'll tell you why, because as soon as you own a platform, you need to open source it. So if Barclays or ABSA open, own a platform, it will never get scale and trust unless I put a whole lot of other product on it anyway. And in fact, if I put my own product on it, they're probably going to be suspicious that I'm checking out the other prices before I give my price. So I think uh, as this digital revolution comes out, this whole partnership approach is going to be far, far more important. And Are there others you think like you? Yeah. Um, Are you again a little bit of an outlier, but ahead of the pack? Um, I think if you speak to the people like the PayPal's and some of the startups like Ripple, who are trying to do new payment rails, uh, speak to Mastercard, who've actually done a lot of work in this, we're on the same track. If you speak to the large European and US banks, they're still struggling heavily with regulation. And that for them is far more important today, getting their capital ratios working, getting their share price up, getting their ROEs today, because that's what's really hurting them. I've been fortunate in, in a way that uh, the South African banks don't really have that problem. We've got enough capital, we've got decent ROEs. Uh, we've just got to make sure that we start investing in some of this technology or into the startups who are thinking about this stuff very agile compared to us. Uh, so that when when new technologies come out, like the blockchain, what can you use it for? As it scales, make sure you're scaling with it, so you don't, you know, get behind the curve. Because the the reality is, if you take our margins or our costs, there's an admin portion in there. If you can squash that by giving your admin to someone who can do it at a tenth of the price, why wouldn't you do that? It's not going to make my profitability any different. This is going to make the customer experience better. So that's why I don't think we'll get disrupted. You'll get disrupted if you do nothing. But uh, I, I, I do think this, this platform economics and this partnerships 
with the non-regulated bits of the bank is going to be the key. You mentioned the blockchain. That is a, a word that many people are talking about. Another uh, description that came out here was zombie banks. Now, clearly you're not a zombie bank, but what is a zombie bank? I think the zombie banks are, are the people that think that regulation will protect them forever. And so, and it, and it, it is at the moment. Uh, if you have a look at all the, the startups, they're not going into the regulated areas because they're too difficult. Even if you speak to some of them, KYC is even a problem for them. And as soon as you go cross-border, you've got all the U.S. anti-money laundering things that hit you. So that is, is protecting us at the moment. But when you speak to some of the developed, uh, developing economies like Indonesia, uh, Mexico, they've already got four layers of KYC. In fact, in Indonesia, below... Know your client, eh? Yeah. Below uh, $500 balances, there's no KYC. Because their view is, is that uh, it's... it's taking them 350 years to get 60 million users uh, bank users and yet it's taken the the mobile industry sort of 30 years to get 240 million users so clearly on the, on the banking regulation they're doing something wrong so they've started actually tearing it and I think that's what's going to happen everywhere so if you think regulation is going to protect you forever then you're going to be a zombie bank so you leave here more confident I do. What's what? I'm actually pretty upbeat with what is going on. There's there's a lot of money being thrown at financial inclusion. Uh, if I just have a look at technology changes over the last two years, there were things that we wanted to do two years ago we couldn't do. We can actually do them today. And so, although the blockchain is not scalable today, it will be scalable. If you just think about uh, Kodak and that big. In a digital camera that got rolled in at 100,000, you know, megapixels, and today you've got in your iPhone that you taking a picture of me here, yeah, you've got 12 million, and then a tiny little thing. So, technology will get it scalable, and that's very exciting technology. Um, and basically, it's just mimicking DNA. And if DNA, you can go and tell me who my ancestors were 50,000 years ago, then. I've got all confidence that human beings will work out how to do it electronically. Stephen Koller, Barclays Africa. This podcast was brought to you by BrightRock, the first ever needs-matched life insurance.